Welcome to How Leaders Lead. I'm Kula Callahan here to bring you another edition of Three More Questions with David Novak. David, how are you doing today? I'm glad to see you. I'm doing fantastic. Good to see you as well, Kula, and I'm ready to go. And today we're diving into my conversation with Ben Weprin, the CEO of AJ Capital and Graduate Hotels. And I have to tell you, Kula, I love this podcast because I love it when I see passionate people who are just so excited about what they're doing and the brand that they're building. And and Ben is an incredible brand builder and a fantastic leader. Just love so much about him. I do too. This conversation is so entertaining and engaging. You can just hear in his voice how passionate he is about their mission at AJ Capital and how committed he is to bringing the stories that they tell to life through all of their different products. So I'm excited to dive into today's question and get your take on some of the concepts that you talked about with Ben. That's great. And I hope we talk about storytelling because he is one great storyteller and has basically built a brand on that concept. Well, he absolutely has. And that is a great layup for question number one. So here we go. Question number one. One of the reasons the Graduate Hotels brand is so successful is because they honor the story and nostalgia of the town where the hotel is located. And storytelling, like you said earlier, David, is a powerful part of their creative direction. In fact, For each graduate hotel that they open, they actually create a main character for each hotel that guides their creative process when they're thinking about design and branding. I know a lot of businesses out there probably can't create fictional characters to model their product after, but what's one thing leaders can take away from the idea of storytelling to build their brand? Well, the one thing that I think leaders need to do is to be memorable. Whatever they're trying to build in terms of the direction that they want to take a company or take a brand to a certain place. It's always great when you can tell a story that articulates, you know, what you are trying to get done because you can tell people something, but they're not necessarily going to remember it, but you tell them a story that's really powerful and has emotion associated with it. And I guarantee you, they're going to remember it every time. So I think as a leader, what you need to look for are those stories that can really help you articulate what do you want to get done with your business and also stories that tell people what you're all about, because you'll create a memory and a feeling and an emotion that you just can't get from anything else. That is so true. You know, human beings are wired for story. We love it. It's almost like that's kind of the operating system that our brains function within. And so what's so interesting and one of the reasons that The Graduate Hotels has been so successful is because not only do they know the power of story, but they actually create and design every one of their customer experiences within a hotel around the story that they want people to remember, even down to how they arrange the chairs and the couches in the lobby of a hotel. Everything is tied back to a detail of the story that they're inviting their customers into. And it's no question that that's why they've been so successful. And, you know, the the great thing about Graduate Hotels is that it really taps into the memories that you have uh, from going to college. And, you know, parents come back, students come back, and they stay at Graduate Hotel, and it just takes them back to the memories. But at the same time, it also creates a new memory because they're reliving that experience that was so special. And that's why I think this guy has found some real gold with this concept, and it's growing so rapidly. 
It's a freaking brilliant idea. I'm really annoyed with myself that I didn't come up with it. You know, I've talked a bit about that. You know, all the great ideas are simple after someone else comes up with them. And there are <laughs> ideas where everybody says, boy, I wish I would have thought of that. But the fact is, you didn't. That's he correct. Did. That's correct. And the other thing I love about Ben is he not only had the idea, he did something with it. Absolutely. So, so he took action around the idea and is a great entrepreneur because of it. Well, fine. I'll give that credit to Ben Weprin because he actually did come up with the idea and he did it. <laughs> All right. Question number two. One comment that Ben made during your conversation that I haven't stopped thinking about is this. He said, great ideas can shift perspective and add value where it doesn't exist. Is there a story, David, from your time at Yum Brands where you had an idea that was maybe counterintuitive or a little bit out of the box, but that ended up creating value that didn't exist? Well, we obviously have a lot of products at KFC. And, you know, one time we're down the lab and, you know, we said, boy, everybody loves mashed potatoes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But if you ever watch people eat mashed potatoes, a lot of times they put like corn in it or different ingredients. They, they all get mixed up into the mashed potatoes. And, you know, frankly, I don't even like mashed potatoes. Okay? <laughs> I really don't. Okay. So I, you know, I love to load up the gravy if I'm going to have to eat them so I don't taste the mashed potatoes. And, and But anyway, you know, we said, okay, what could we do that nobody could ever think of that could really bring some romance to just the basic mashed potatoes and gravy? And we said, well, let's throw everything we can into it. Okay? <laughs> and so we threw corn in and chicken in and cheese in, and we created famous bowls at KFC. Now, KFC didn't have any bowl products or whatever, which is counterintuitive to what the KFC brand is, but famous bowls became famous and they're still on the menu and they're still selling a ton of them. But it wasn't something you'd naturally gravitate to. And it created a lot of value that didn't exist, even though it was right underneath our nose. Well, yeah, because you have all those ingredients on hand. You just had never put them all together. I, for one, adore this product because I am notorious for having a plate of food and just mixing it all together, whether it's mashed potatoes or rice or whatever is on my plate. So I adore this product. And that's such a great example of just getting innovative with what's right in front of you. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and maybe Famous Bowls was more intuitive for you, not counterintuitive because <laughs> you actually do that. But, you know, I think what really makes it counterintuitive is that we took things that were on the, the menu and mixed them up and created a product that nobody would have ever thought of. And, you know, putting it in a bowl is something that KFC had never done before. That definitely was counterintuitive. And it created a whole new product at a whole new price point and a whole new value that uh, really took off. I love it. I love it. All right. Question number three. Ben and his team live by this tenant. Don't over-celebrate achievement. Now, I got to tell you, this makes me feel very uncomfortable because I love celebrating people's achievements. And I recognize this idea of always wanting to grow and evolve. But I also feel like you have to stop and recognize people's achievements as they make them. So, David, I'm curious from your perspective, how can leaders balance recognizing their team's accomplishments while also maintaining the drive to always grow and achieve more. Well, I talked to Ben about that. And in every one of his hotels, he has general managers that really operate the hotel and, and are, their job is to motivate their people, hire great people, make sure that the guest experience is great. 
and recognition, day-to-day recognition for the people who are really getting the work done is a big part of what they do. But I think the big thing that Ben is really talking about when he says don't over-celebrate achievement is have a healthy dissatisfaction for the status quo. You know, you might have done something great, but that's yesterday's newspaper. Your job is to create new stories, create new memories, and that's what he's really focusing on here. And I think that the best leaders always have what I call a healthy dissatisfaction with the status quo. And that's why I think Ben is able to just keep pushing and pushing and pushing. The other thing that I loved about what Ben said, I said, I think your push for excellence has got to wear people out. And he says, I want to wear people out. <laughs> I love that. He says, I want people that want to get worn out. And I thought that was great because he doesn't want people who just come to work. He wants people who come to work to live, to really make things happen, to get things done. And again, I think that's just a brilliant concept of basically saying, hey, look, I want to wear people out. I want people who want to be worn out. That's fantastic. You know, Ben also couples that with this idea that, hey, we're not going to be for everybody. You know, we're not for every customer and we might not be for every employee. So I love his commitment and dedication to this idea. And he is so passionate around it. And he is the type of leader that would inspire people to keep giving their all, even if they are really worn out. I mean, he just oozes enthusiasm and passion and drive. And I imagine that that's quite an inspirational leader to work for. And I get it. He's done incredible things. And you can't do that without a team who's willing to always drive forward. The thing that, you know, Ben really understands very well is that you have to put a stake in the ground. You have to stand for something. And when you stand for something, not everybody is going to gravitate to it, but at least you stand out. And that's what great brand builders understand. They know that they need to stand out and they obviously want to stand out in a way that's as relevant and as mainstream as possible. But that doesn't mean you're going to be everybody's cup of tea. Right. That is so good. Way to bring it back to the main point, David. He is a great brand builder and he isn't afraid of the fact that some people aren't going to like it. And I believe that that too is part of their success. All right, that does it for today's episode of Three More Questions. Thanks again for tuning in to How Leaders Lead. We're on a mission to make the world a better place by developing better leaders. And if you carve out a little time with us each and every week, we'll help you build the confidence you need to lead well. And tune in this Thursday as we dive into my conversation with Kevin Warsh, a former member of the Federal Reserve Board of Governors and one of the great financial minds in our country.